Back here on Seahawks Saturday night, Michelle Ledka alongside head coach Pete Carroll. Hey. Coach, thanks for the time as always. And congratulations, you're officially in the second half of the fourth quarter of this regular season. There you go. There you go, right? We've got two finish games time. left. Finish time. You have ingrained finishing into this program since you got here 10 seasons ago. But what is it about hitting this specific marker that it means kind of so much to this specific group of players? Well, I get, the simple thought is it isn't how you start, it's how you finish, you know, and, and so we always want to work hard at understanding that we uh, are in a finish mode. And we have some ways that we, we really kick into. And part of that is doing right longer than the other guys, not last them, you know, that's, that's, the, that's the whole idea. And uh, so it's about execution and, and, and the recognition that, that you're in the mode. I think that's important to us. It is a long season for all players in this league. Doesn't matter what team you're playing for, but for your guys specifically, based off of your philosophy, what is it with the messaging, or how do you ingrain that into them to really battle it out to the end and and not get I don't know lazy or slow and really drive yeah. it through? Well, it's it's to really learn how to focus on what's right in front of you, right at, that that which is right at hand. You know, the next day, the next play. You know that that's so important for us, and so. We work at, at developing that discipline throughout the year by, by connecting with that. So each game is the only game we got, it's a championship match, and then we crank it all up and start all over again. That, that's, that's coach speak, but um, I think there are guys that mean something, they understand what we're talking about, and we really have you know, our stagings along the way to make sure that they're focused in, in that manner. The way you guys are closing out the season this year with the two games at home, this will only be the fourth time in your 10 seasons with the Seahawks that you will have two home games to end the year, but it will be the first time that you will get to host the Cardinals and the 49ers. Knowing that, seeing that, how exciting is it that you can get what is going to get done in these next two weeks at home and the way it's kind of all playing out? Yeah, a few years back when the league decided to, to really set it up so that teams were finishing with, with the other opponents in the division, I thought it was a really good idea then, and, I, and look at look at what happened here. This is great. Um, you know, we we're going to try to take full advantage of it by playing really well this week, and that's all we can really do. And so, if, if we can take take care of business there, then then we will. But it is exciting. It is it's good for the fans. It's good in all ways. And so, I, I like the way this comes down. Cardinals tomorrow. You've seen this team before, but what has impressed you most about how they have evolved since you saw them in Week Four? Yeah, they've just continued as a new staff, you know, new team, new program, all that. They've they've improved uh, tremendously during the year. They've expanded what they're doing. They've made themselves more difficult to deal with uh, in many ways. Uh, you know, Kenyon Drake has really been a big factor for them. He's a fantastic football player in their system, and they know it. They're using him. Uh, so uh, they played their best, maybe their best football all season last week. And so we see them at their best, and we we prepared in anticipation for that. You mentioned Kenyon Drake. I mean, this is a new player. He wasn't there in week four. He was with Miami still. How has that changed your preparations, preparing for a back like that? Well, you know, David Johnson's a great player. He's just, Kenyon's just different. You know, he, they, they play him. Uh, we see more perimeter stuff from him and try to use his speed and try to get him in good situations. And they're, this offense and the coaching staff, they know exactly what they're doing. They're doing a good job of that. And on the other side of the ball, you've got Chandler Jones, who's just heating up. He's, yeah, he's doing great. How, how do you slow him down? Well, you're not going to be able to. You know, he's been able to rush on him. He's the best rusher we've seen all year, the best single individual guy that we've had to deal with. And so uh, we've got to, you know, hope for our, our tackles to do a really nice job in general. We've got to do the things that you do to take care of him. We've got to stay away from him as much as possible. Arizona is ranked last in pass defense in the league right now. Does that change anything with your guys' kind of run first game plan going into this one? No, not really. You know, we, we're, we're deep into it right now. We're going to play the way we play. We'll try to take advantage and try to, you know, create some explosives. We're always, you know, in that mode. So that, that will be important to this game. But uh, not much.
not going to change as much. Now, football aside, we're knee-deep in the holiday season. Sure. Christmas is just next week. Obviously, your team is giving it their all on the field, on, during games, everything, their training, weight room. But outside of that, every other day, it seems like we're hearing something wonderful that your players are doing in the community. What does that mean to you, that they, yeah. that they embrace kind of the bigger picture that comes along with football? Yeah, it is, it is a characteristic of our guys that we've really, you know, really loved. And, uh, you know, I, I think if you build an atmosphere, if we, if we do anything at all, we may enhance the, the, their mentality a bit. So we care so much about the players here, and, and we want them to care about their teammates, and that's kind of like the whole feeling that we have here in this program. Uh, and, and so that's respecting those that you know that are around you that you can help out and, and at all times and our guys have done a marvelous job of it with so many guys that, that it could be singled out so really thrilled about that and we can't talk about the holidays without getting really deep here okay toughest question I'm gonna ask you all day what is your favorite Christmas Carol uh, well no, my favorite Christmas song oh, songs, yeah, would be uh, Otis Redding's version of Merry Christmas baby you can't beat it. It's all time. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Most people haven't heard it, but it's, it's all time. They'll love it when they so hear it. So go look it up if you haven't heard that. And can we expect maybe some Seahawks carolers or something in the future? Team uh, bonding? Nah, we, no, we, we don't sing well <laughs> in that mode at all, but uh, we'll be joyful. Merry Christmas to everybody. <laughs> and before I let you go, Coach, we've got our Twitter question of the week. It comes from at SeahawksDave213. Who was your favorite football player that you looked up to as a kid? Yeah, uh, Gail Sayers was my guy. Um, when he came out uh, out of Kansas and went to the Chicago Bears, um, I just fell in love with the way the guy played the game and the style. And I, I, he's always been so unique. And I had a big blow-up picture on my wall over my bed, you know. And so uh, he's always been my guy. Love it. Well, Coach, as always, thank you so much for the time and the insight. You got it. You Best got of luck it. against Again, the Cardinals. Holidays, yes, bro. happy holidays. And if you have a question for Pete Carroll, you can submit it on Twitter using the hashtag AskCoachP. We'll use one or two on the air every week. Again, that's hashtag AskCoachP. The offense scored touchdowns on their first three possessions. Up next on Seahawks Saturday night, David Moore takes us on the field. He's Mike Duck. <laughs>